0: John Caprine, welcome to episode 94 of We The Gamercast. It's the official podcast of WeTheNerdy.com and it publishes on iTunes and Google Play every Monday. Thank you so much for listening and subscribing and rating us on iTunes while you poop. Thanks for sharing. And a huge shout-out to, we've got three, count them, one, two, three, amazing executive producers. Nick Militia from Next Level Games, he's at NL Video Games, give him a follow. At Joel Brooks, at underscore Joel Brooks. And our newest executive producer, James Johnson. He's at Dr. Doom with nine O's. Dr. Doom. James, I'm going to get into it in a second here, but you, um... You really helped me out this week, man. I really appreciate, obviously I appreciate everybody's support, but I got notice of your your patronage at a key time in this week. And I'll get into that in a second, just in case anyone is new, here's the deal. Every week I have sweet hangs with a stranger from the internet. We talk about video games and sometimes become best friends if we already weren't best friends. If you want to be part of the show, it's pretty easy. All you gotta do is tweet at me at Sean Capri. Sean like Conry Capri, like the pants. Last week was Ben Butler. And if you guys like shooters, I think most people I've talked to either enjoy shooters or they like Pokemon. <laughs> and I haven't had too many people come in and sit on this show and talk to me about shooters. So I really dug last week. Like it's so, it's a, shooters have sort of like this bro sort of stigma around, around them a little bit. And it's almost like not cool to like shooters, but I, I liked it, man. That was a good time, and all I wanted to do was play. I didn't never got around to it, as I'll tell you in a second. Uh all I wanted to do is play some Titanfall or, or something, some Halo, or I don't even know. I want to go shoot stuff. But anyways, thank you guys for being here. I I mentioned right at the top of the show, James Johnson at Doctor Doom with nine O's. That's <laughs> so hard, dude. That's like how many characters are left? <laughs> I wonder how many Doctor Dooms were taken before you landed on that. Um, so on, on Tuesday last week, so I guess the day after this, this w- last week would have aired. Um I was at a soccer game. I play men's league soccer and I've played soccer since I was 5 years old. Um always I've always believed in team sports. I think that that's something that's critical so that you can, you know, it's it's athleticism, it's it's learning to play with other other people like to be a team player literally. So I've always connected very strongly with with team sports and specifically with soccer or football for Toby and Gary Gray and Alan Paxton over I don't do they I guess they call it football in Scotland. So anyways I was playing this game and in the same night, you know, it's not even good. It's not even really good soccer. Like we're we're like not very high up in the division and it's just it's old man playing playing the sport that they they just clinging to a little shred of of youth. And in this game, two of my teammates went down and went to the hospital. One guy blew out his knee just hit, just this goalie, he just like on a nothing play, he just jumped up to punch the ball away and then when he came down like his knee went nope and like knees aren't supposed to look like that they're not supposed to look all sideways and like they're supposed to be like straight and the angles are all like you know what a knee looks like this did not look like a normal knee it looked really bad he was in a ton of pain he's I don't know how long he's out he's got a ton of ligament damage and he's looking at it like a just a ridiculous recovery so that was that was in the first half in the second half about 15 minutes in one of our guy actually so our goalie i'm sorry guys i'm gonna talk about sports for just a couple more seconds here um so our goalie my computer's trying to restart right now can i actually get rid of this okay we're back okay so our goalie kicks the ball and two guys kind of go after it, it bounces really high two guys go after it and long story short they just they just smash each other's faces into each other one guy our guy um probably did as much damage hitting the ground as he did smashing into the other guy's skull And like he's on the ground and he's just wailing, just screaming. And I've seen a couple major injuries happen in front of my eyes. And I mean, when you're in that much pain, when something that horrible happens to you there, that's the only sound that you're going to make. And it was, I still feel the chills even to this moment. As I think about it, we called an ambulance and I mean, thank goodness there was a couple moms. There's not, it's not usual that that moms come out to watch their their grown adult son sons play some soccer but we had two moms there they were nurses and they knew immediately that he was in some serious trouble and we were like we've seen guys go up for for balls like that and which sounds hilarious i know um and you know bonk heads and and it hurts and maybe even you might you know get a little cut but this was different and they knew immediately and they helped us out big time so anyways they he got taken away in, in an ambulance. And turns out he's got like seven fractures in his face, including a broken nose. That was just one of them. And I walked away from that game going like, that is so not worth it. This is, this is terrible. Not even very good soccer. And two guys have life changing injuries because of this. And it, it rattled me to my core that night. And I had to walk away. I've been, like I said, I've been playing soccer since I was five years old. It's almost three decades of playing team sports and that was it last tuesday was my last game and that sucks it it really and it not only does it suck to just kind of walk away from it but also i had this sort of complex where obviously i want like i want lincoln to play sports i don't care if it's soccer or whatever i want him to play team sports but then i'm like here i am like walking away from this but i want because i don't want to get hurt i don't want that sort of thing to not not necessarily that i'm I think that I'm going to have my face smashing, but something like that. You know, I've watched guys get their knees blown out a lot. And so I had this, I had a bit of a complex kind of Tuesday night. And then I get this message that James Johnson, Dr. Doom with nine O's has pledged $10 a month to patreon.com slash make us better. And I mean, I'm not going to lie. It doesn't fix everything. It doesn't like make everything, but, but it just, I was having a rough night and I got this amazing out of nowhere. James, I don't even know if you listen to this show or if you're listening to If We Ran Nintendo or the Nintendo PlayStation podcast or what, but who knows? I hope that you are listening to this because I wanted to make sure that I give you a huge shout out because that really did help. Um, and it's not even that it takes a $10 a month Patreon pledge. Any, anytime, uh, people tweet out to us and me and just, you know, all the kind words that everybody puts out. You never really know. I guess this is just for everybody. You never really know what somebody's going through and, Kind words really, really go a long way. So this is a long-winded way of saying thank you so much to James Johnson and everybody for supporting me and the team at Make Us Better, and everybody on Dayspace and every one of these amazing podcasts and this super indie podcast group that we've got going. It has been such an awesome ride. And to have that just waiting for you on the phone, is it. it I, I have no more words than, than this rambling. So thank you again to everybody. And also... <laughs> And I wanted to thank Calo, uh, Cal Zero at Cal Zero. Every time you crack a beer and you tag me in it, dude, I want to be right there with it. It looks so delicious. It has been so hot here lately. I I just wish that I could, at that moment, just just fill a mug of beer. Ah, oh, man, that looks delicious. So thank you so much for letting me every time. Letting me know every time you're getting your drink on. Um, this is also a good time to quickly thank our, our, brand new patrons since last week. Chris McCracken from Married to the Games podcast. I'm a huge fan. So to see you pop up there, that was amazing. John Wall from, from Mega Dads. Again, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Hugely talented. I love that show. Mega Dads is amazing. Dallas Robbins and Mark Carabin. Mark Carabin from the Warp Whistle podcast. And recently, the revival, hopefully, of the Inkstrike podcast. Uh, a, a fellow Canadian. There's a couple of us Canadians, I'm saying, that are are just making really, well, above average podcasts. <laughs> Mark raises the bar and I'm just kind of like riding in his coattails a little bit. So thank you so much, Mark. Um I need to get you on this show for goodness sake. Holy crap. I do have like a list of like my my go-tos and Mark, you're right there. And then I keep opening the show with telling people to tweet me and <laughs> has to be on this show. So it's, i hope you guys all understand it's a this is a different type of show even just having a new person on every week and even there are some complications with with ben butler last week he should have been on the week before but then something comes up about e3 it's tough i mean i didn't anticipate there ever being a problem with too many people my goodness when when i had seamus mulliz on in the first one i was like goodness gracious i hope somebody comes on this show so it's been, it's been a good problem to have. I have lots to talk about today, guys, but I'm going to try and make this a little shorter. I'm going to, I'm not going to talk too much about what I'm playing, but I, a bunch of new podcasts are either coming up or hitting major milestones. I want to give them some, some love. And you might remember Mitch Power. He's been on the show just as a guest. And then also through the E3, the Microsoft, the Xbox, Microsoft. We say Nintendo but not Switch. So I guess we should say Microsoft. Anyway, so he was on, you get the idea. Uh, Mitch Power's on the Xbox E3 predictions and just rocked it, man. And um, he started his own show called Growing Up Gaming. It's at G-U-G podcast by Mitch Power, at MitchPower1116. And he just just whiz past that critical number 10 that all-important episode number 10 he's on to 11 probably 12 by the time you hear this and i just want to wish him a huge congratulations i knew from the moment i talked to him that he would be doing amazing things and of course of course he is we just need to get a microphone in front of him so congratulations to mitch and a couple other things popped up antonio guillen a veteran of this show and really contributor to a whole bunch of stuff. He started his own podcast called switch talk. You can follow it at switch talk 30, uh, Antonio Guia and his, his Twitter is at blue blood. 2 And just a really short, I like his little 20 minute timeline. He starts right out, right at the beginning says there's going to be a hard stop at 20 minutes, which I don't know how to, I'm halfway there right now. Just babbling on about this. So congratulations to Antonio for starting his new show. Really cool. I mean, Nintendo is obviously exploding right now and people just can't help but talk about it because there's one more podcast you need to go check out. It's called Topic Nintendo. It's on day space. It's by Gary Gray at underscore gotcha zero Gotcho, and uh he had it's sort of like a mixture of all these different types of formats it's a guest format it's sort of he's got a little bit of just gary in there and he and it's topic based it's really unique i really liked it um i hope you do more gary i know that the guest format can be tough trying to get people on and scheduling and all that kind of stuff i hope i hope to see more um maybe in a week maybe in a fortnight is that what you said a fort is that two weeks? Is that 10 day? I don't even know. So shout out to all of these guys, Growing Up Gaming, Switch Talk, and Topic Nintendo Podcast. A Couple new shows for you guys to, to fill up while you're, I don't know, what do you, when do you listen to podcasts? Do you listen to the shower like I do or shopping at Costco or doing dishes and mowing the lawn and all that kind of stuff? I mean, Flex Depose will always be my chores podcast, but. I got I got a lot. I hope you guys are listening to a bunch of stuff too. Just to wanted to let you know, I know that I've been really down on Horizon. I have been sort of mm, middle reaction, sort of like a mess, sort of not really understanding. I think I might be addicted to this game. <laughs> I think something happened. And I think that I I and I tried to be pretty pretty cognizant of this as I discuss my experiences with games. A lot of it really has to do with how much time do we have to play these games and if you can make time i feel like in many cases the game actually becomes more enjoyable and part of the not enjoying it is like the stress of not having enough time for it if that makes any sense so i think what was happening was like i wasn't really able to get really deep into horizon and i've spent i don't even know like my my game timer is way off because i leave it Paused or whatever to go run, change Lincoln, and then I leave it on forever. Like it's just, I don't even know, but I I know that I hit like a critical point in the story. And when I look up how far along I am, it looks like I'm a little past halfway. Something happens. You you make like a discovery. I'm not going to spoil anything, but you you make a discovery, and this is the first time that the game becomes interesting to me. So it's also happening at a time where I'm playing the game more. So it's sort of like this double down on positivity for Horizon where I just didn't really care about the tribal nature. I didn't really care about other than the very beginning, which I think was excellent, but albeit very slow. I didn't really care about all the dialogue trees. And I actually don't think that the acting is really all that fantastic. And of course, facial animations are the hotness right now. Not best in Horizon. But gameplay wise, I get it. I've I've discovered a couple new weapons which make me feel way more powerful, which was definitely an issue for a long time. So that kind of stuff does happen. It's just a matter of do you have time to get to that point? That's hard for me to say. But that did happen to me. I am actually excited to go ahead and finish this game. Uh, So that I wanted to update you on on my horizon. I'm not as not as middle of the road on it. I still think I still think Zelda's got a lock for game of the year for me. But we're still. So I haven't played Mario, guys. But that's, and, and more importantly, Mario versus Rabbids. Is it versus Rabbids and Rabbids? I played a little bit of that LawBreakers beta and just I think I needed to play it on my P, on my PS4 because it, on my PC is probably just not good enough. I, I, I can't tell. I mean, there's just so many things to consider on PC. Is it my graphics card? It probably is. Is it my monitors? It probably is. Like, I don't even think my monitors are that great. They work great for podcasting. <laughs> For whatever that's worth. Um, so I'm, I'm curious if you guys are playing Horizon or if you're playing Lawbreakers or whatever you're playing, hit me up. Let me know what you guys are playing. Let me know what you think. Um, because we're just going to get right into it here. My guest this week is Alejandro Buendia. He has been such an amazing supporter of me and Bobby and quite a few others. Actually, see his name popping up everywhere. So here he is, Alejandro Buendia. So what are you playing these days?
1: So uh, I just got back into playing my 3DS uh, uh, Gunvolt. Have you heard of that series? Um, no. It's uh, it's like it's it's by the guys that made uh, I think it's actually by the guys that made Mike Number no. Nine. Oh, really? Mega Man? Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Oh, so, that actually. rings a bell. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's like a, It's like Mega Man, but uh, it's. I mean, I've only played like the the older Mega Man, the Super Nintendo ones, mm-hmm. and I haven't played like. Like the thing about me is like, uh, like when I was younger, like in the GameCube era, I stopped gaming, like, and I didn't get back until somewhere in the Wii, and then I dropped it again, and then I got back when the Wii U was kind of on the way out. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so I'm like not really like. Like, everybody knows about Final Fantasy VII and all this stuff, and I've never even played them.
0: <laughs> I'm with you, man. I don't. I know, like, the first couple of hours, and that's that's maybe it. But, like, I didn't have a PlayStation growing up at all. And it's funny that you mentioned that you sort of dipped out of gaming or on the GameCube era, because that's sort of when I, like, I think, I don't know. I I gather that I'm, like, 20 years older than you for some reason. Uh, I feel, I feel <laughs> <laughs> like a little no, older.
1: I'm, I'm 26, though. So I look oh, okay. really young, though. So you do look you very me. young, yes. <laughs>
0: you're very, you are aging very gracefully. Um, <laughs> but I dipped out around the GameCube era as well, man, and I remember seeing it at people's friends' houses and going like, you're, like I'm, I was surprised to see people sort of still buying a Nintendo. I remember specifically being surprised. Now it's funny <gasps> to, to think like that, looking back, where, like, so many people have such fond memories of the GameCube, but that was not my experience at all. Like, what sort of was it around that time that either pushed you or pulled you away from, from gaming?
1: Oh, I had horrible taste in games. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I had bad
0: taste. I, oh, I was, like, so you, what were you doing instead?
1: I kept buying like, uh, like I kept buying every, like every year I would buy like the Madden or or um, or uh, or like the NBA Live games. Yeah, and they were you know they're always the same thing basically. So it was like, oh my god, <laughs> and uh, and I was playing like I bought like Fantastic Four the the movie the game. <laughs> that game was not good. But did you uh, were you
0: enjoying it at the time, like or like was the fan did the fandom sort of take over?
1: Um. Well, I, I really got into like the NBA live and the and the Madden games just because I, I wanted to get back into sports. Because uh, when I, I think that was the time I was in middle school, so I was like, oh man, I you no, know, I want to get like what everybody else is in too. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. before that, I was playing like Yu Gi Oh and Yu Gi Oh cards and stuff. And I was—I just wanted to be like uh, get into the popular crowd. So I was—I started. I thought I thought, oh, this is whatever we play, the Madden NBA Live games. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I started getting into like into a lot of sports and um, and and yeah, I would just buy like like terrible terrible games. Like I would buy like the WrestleMania 2001, 2002, whatever. Oh, it was. hang
0: on now, you're now <laughs> I don't don't say anything you're going to regret those games. Those games aren't aren't terrible, are they? Well,
1: I mean they're not terrible, but they're it's just like. I kept buying the same thing so after a mm-hmm. while it just became repetitive and and i don't know uh it wasn't it wasn't like fresh you know it wasn't like mm-hmm. i was buying like like uh f-zero gx or or whatever I, yeah, I did or call buy call of
0: duty or modern warfare 2 or modern warfare 3 or black ops 2 or black ops yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's
1: just the repetitive like like it just becomes like it just it becomes daunting and it's like oh man what am i playing Am I I'm mm-hmm. playing
0: like the same game over and over it's so funny that you mentioned that too because i was doing the exact same thing like when I, I i mean i've been all over the place in my gaming history like i always talk about how we started on pc and we were getting these terrible ports of mortal kombat i was just talking about this with, with todd auction <gasps> by the time this airs it will, will have been on a few weeks ago i was on the secret friends unite podcast and i was saying how when we first bought our sound card we were we just wanted to hear like actual sound come about come out of our computers rather than just like the beep boops that were coming out of the computer speaker Mm -hmm. and we just wanted to hear scorpions say get over here so we wanted (laughs) so to do that you have to to buy this thing but anyways we we got like nhl and i of course canadian we bought like nhl like 97 and and we ended up buying like Uh, FIFA 98 on the computer. I remember thinking those were just the best. I was locked into EA sports games for the (laughs) longest time. But my brothers and I, we would all have to sort of like pitch together because we would all play together and we were all on the same computer. And we had this rule that we wouldn't buy like a sports game each and every year. We would skip every other year. So Mm -hmm. like... Within 98, we were playing 97 and we couldn't wait for 99, for example, to come out. <laughs> and that was, that was the rule for the longest time. And like, you know, it wasn't really until we started getting out into, you know, discussing with other gamers because we were very insular. Like we didn't, I didn't really know a whole lot of other people other yeah. than like neighbor Matt. We were just yeah, kind of like, we, it wasn't until like the peer pressure of other people coming in. Like I started to meet people who were buying NHL every single year and like, I guess now I'm buying NHL every single year. <laughs> And looking yeah. back, it's interesting because it kept me away from like a lot of different experiences on, on original Xbox and, and even like midway through the, the 360 era, really.
1: Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, I didn't get to experience like any of the really like, like, uh, games that people hold in like, uh, high, high esteem, you know, nowadays. Mm-hmm. Like, do, you, uh, do you hold
0: that? Do you want to like go back? Do you, do you include that as part of like a backlog or you just go like too, I like, like missed it? No. Uh, no, I do want to go back. Like that's
1: one of one of the well, this isn't, you know, like directly kind of, but that's one of the reasons I'm excited for the final uh Final, okay. final Fantasy seven remake. Okay. Because I get to go back and kind of play it.
0: Mm-hmm. But like in
1: more modern versions because um uh because I'm not uh like I, I'm not really that patient to play uh turn base. Right. I, I like I like it to an extent, but now nah, nah, I I can't play it for like hours on end. So I, I'm not like and the graphics aren't, you know, the I mean they're not the greatest so it's not it's not easy to go back to that. Mm-hmm. So I can I can't really go back to like uh I mean I could try. I should try actually go back to Final Fantasy 7 or or like the Metal Gear uh the what was the the remake they made on uh GameCube the Twin Snakes or
0: Sure. Yeah man I wasn't even, oh, okay. didn't even <laughs> yeah. have it and I'm so <laughs> far removed from the Metal Gear Solid series. Do you yeah, remember yeah. Final Fantasy 7 when it came out like you would have been what in grade grade 1 something like that? Uh, if my if my math is correct it was like 1997 i think no, 697 uh, i
1: was uh I was, yeah i was like seven or yeah, yeah so i was in like yeah grade one or two or something what, like that what
0: like what was that like being like because because for me obviously like being a grade one kindergarten it was very different like that was nes era kind of time for me and <laughs> so by the time final fantasy 7 came out i was I was in junior high, like kind of middle school kind of thing, and, but, and everybody was wowed by the cinematics of Final Fantasy VII. I remember looking at the gameplay and I look at the hooves, like the hands that they had, they didn't really have fingers, they just like, (laughs) they looked like horses feet kind of thing. And I remember being like, why is everybody impressed by this? I didn't really understand it. Like, was that the same for you being, being a little younger, especially that age? Like, when you're, when you're a kid, you know, six years is a big difference, but now that we're grown men, not, not a huge (laughs) difference.
1: Yeah, uh, well, to be honest, I didn't even know, like, Final Fantasy VII existed till like, years later. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, <laughs> years, yeah. Years later, because, like, I mean, I, at the time I was playing my like, Super Nintendo, I think I had, like, Super Mario World and uh, maybe Maximum Carnage and...
0: Oh, uh, dude, yes, <laughs> Maximum Carnage gets a yeah, shout-out.
1: that game was awesome. Well, I mean, like, I, yeah, it was awesome as it, it could be. It's hard it as balls. Hard. Yeah. Holy yeah, cow. All this crazy stuff just to beat the game. Mm-hmm. Like uh, and it's not intuitive whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that game. I, uh, I like that game. I really like like beat 'em ups. Like games are kind of straightforward to play. Like that's why I really like platformers. Um, yeah, well,
0: because those felt like arcade games. Like that was still the magic back then, right? Was was the that you had like an arcade cabinet in your house. That's why I like beat 'em up so much. Yeah,
1: yeah, because I mean, it's just easy to jump in. There's not like it's one of the things that I don't uh, maybe I don't like. Uh, it's hard to get. Into like uh, story games is like mm. there's like there's like a I mean like 15 minutes of like story first and then you get to gameplay and I kind of hate waiting for that yeah man um, that's why I kind of like uh, that's kind of one of the reasons that I kind of find it hard even though I love my Wii U and it's probably my favorite console ever. Um I find it hard to go back to that one because it just takes so long to turn on and to get into the game.
0: <laughs> Isn't that unreal? Like that's just, yeah. you know, it's such a basic thing, but like that has it's sort of really integral into your experience with with a console it's just how long does this thing take to to boot up? And uh, so I wanted to ask you actually you mentioned that you know around the time that Final Fantasy 7 was coming out, you know, kindergarten grade 1 type of era you're playing super nintendo like do you remember like where that came from like we and and actually i don't even know like what's your like Did you got where you sharing with brothers or sisters like who's gathering around the the tv around this time
1: yeah i had a well i only have one sister and i had cousins uh, i have like a ton of cousins around me at the time and i don't think they ever came over to play but I, uh, me and my sister would play like super Mario world i think that was the main one we had mm-hmm. until like I can't even remember the second game we ever got, but that was the main one I remember having. Yeah. And she would play as Luigi, you know, play Mario, and we just, you know, you know how it kind of switched back and forth? Totally. Um, was it your system? Uh, Sort of. I think my parents bought it for me, but it was like, I mean, like in families, you know, they, they buy it for one, but mm-hmm. really you're supposed to share it with everybody. Of so, course. So I always thought, uh, like, uh, I mean, growing up, I thought of it as mine, but now looking back, I think of it as both of ours, mine and my sister's. And were so, you,
0: like, the cool kid on the block where, like, where people would flock to, like, oh, my God, you have a Super <laughs> Nintendo? That's amazing.
1: No, no way. Everybody had a Super Nintendo. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, only
0: had I only looked at other people like that where I'm, like, oh, you're so cool. You have a Super Nintendo. We're not allowed to have consoles because there's four <laughs> of us and only one of my parents work. And my brother gets high blood pressure when we play video games. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs>
1: everybody around me had a Super Nintendo. And they always had, like, uh I think I, 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 think I had Super Mario World for, like, a long time. Mm-hmm. because i remember my friends getting street fighter 2 and oh, uh yeah. killer instinct and all these games and i still always had super mario world and they never wanted to come over to my house because that's the only game i had really
0: that really speaks to like that age right where you'd get like what like we talk about it now and how many games there are but like really you really could live with like four games and like it was actually amazing if you ever went to somebody's house and they pull out like a collection of games yeah and it's like, what is, what is that like that was that was the rarity maybe everybody had a super nintendo but i think it was pretty rare where somebody pull out like a box of games you know yeah,
1: yeah and yeah and i mean i grew up in a and a i mean i'm mexican so i grew up in a mexican family and, and uh you know in Did, the were central you valley born in
0: mexico or were you born in california no i was born in california oh yeah. okay yeah, my, my
1: sister was born in Mexico, but then uh, my mom came over, and then I, I was shortly after conceived. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I was born in uh, in in uh, 1990. Yeah, but uh, uh, but yeah, we we didn't really like. There was never like like we couldn't have like all these games at once, you know. Like we mm-hmm. could only have like one or or two at a time, and and a lot of times we rented games. Like we would go to SeMar, like, like oh, grocery stores. They also best. had like a little yes. Section. Yeah, and we would rent games, and I or another local like a uh, movie shop that had games. And I always remember seeing like Final Fantasy Mystic Quest. That's the only one I ever knew. Like, mm-hmm. and it looked cool, but I never rented it because I thought it was gonna be super hard. That's <laughs> hilarious. I was always, yeah, so I would always rent like um, I think I rent. I think there was a RoboCop game. I remember renting that and like a few other oh, games.
0: Oh, that's awful. <laughs> the Robocop game. Oh my gosh. Somebody somewhere thought that that thing was going to be a real good idea. You mentioned, you mentioned Yu-Gi-Oh a little bit ago. Like yeah. what, where, where does, where does that come in in your sort of gaming history? Because like that's sort of, that's a little bit outside the sport. Well, it's way outside the sports. It's like not really, I don't know, like you, if you, I can connect Mario to Yu-Gi-Oh. So like how do you venture off into the anime world?
1: I think it's because, uh, well, won the show, but I didn't really watch the show. I think it was just because my friends started playing, and I wanted to, you know, I mean, I wanted to uh, like do some do stuff with them rather than just like just watch them play. Mm-hmm. So I started getting into the card game, and then uh, uh, and then I made the biggest mistake was buying a Yu Gi Oh game over Double Dash. And I was a bit, <laughs> it was so boring too. I didn't even know, understand how to play the game. Like it seemed like I thought it was gonna be like a Pokemon Coliseum kind of style game, mm-hmm. but it wasn't at all. I, didn't, I, didn't, I had no idea what what was going on. <laughs> so then the, the the next week I returned it and I and I ended up getting Double Dash, which is like way better.
0: <laughs> I was not expecting you to be able to to return it. Like that seems like it seems well, like you just make the mistake and you kind of live with it.
1: Yeah. yeah well, I mean. I mean, uh, I had to go back and I, I you know, the kid crying <laughs> kind of worked. Mm, oh, really?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I told him like, oh, it didn't really work. And then yeah. Oh yeah. So it didn't work. And not only do I not want the same game, I want to, <laughs> I want to try something else. That's amazing. Yeah. Man, the nineties were the best, right? Like yeah, that, yeah. that stuff never, well, I guess was that two thousands? Gamecube probably was like early two thousands. Yeah, it was, but but it was a different time.
1: The guy at Target was really nice. <laughs> I think he probably gave me a break or something. Oh
0: my gosh, that that is lucky. Um, yeah, you mentioned the Wii U is like your favorite console of all time. That was that was that a slipper? Do you actually do? You, do you really of all the yeah. consoles? <laughs> let's let's I, jump into this.
1: I I love the console. I mean, it was the. I mean, I kind of hold a special place in my heart because it's the first console I ever bought with my own money.
0: Nice. Uh, okay.
1: But before that, like the sixty four, the Super Nintendo and uh, the gamecube brought Bob on with my parents and then the mm-hmm. Wii was given to me as a gift by my by my sister during Christmas time when it was so hard to find one
0: that's spectacular
1: um, yeah she, she I, it was so strange how she found one too because I guess her friend was working at, at uh, Target at the time and someone just returned it for some reason and uh, the and it didn't seem like the guy even they even played it because the guy opened it up and it seemed like everything was perfectly like Left wrapped up and everything, mm-hmm. and then he just called up my sister. Hey, do you do you need one? I know you're looking for one. You know, if you come over soon, I'll I can hold it for you. And so I got it.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, people will laugh at me because they've been hearing you correctly. And I probably misunderstood. Are you saying the Wii or the Wii U?
1: The Wii, the Wii.
0: Dude, I got my Wii the exact same way, and not it wasn't a gift, but it was exactly the same because it was hard to find, and mine was a return. To the store and i just happened yeah. to be like at the place just as this mom was like i don't even know why she was returning like did she not know that that thing was worth like three thousand dollars on <laughs> yeah, ebay right? like it was at, so
1: strange too like yeah. uh yeah it was it was really strange my sister couldn't believe it either and um so i
0: got that as a gift that's and really that, nice yeah. of her like that's yeah, yeah that's a lot of money for like a sibling gift isn't it
1: yeah it was it was christmas time so i think it was like you know that that kind of it was like you can splurge a little more. Oh, that is uh,
0: super generous. Are you and your sister close? Um,
1: we we don't talk a lot, but we, yeah. we I mean we understand each other, and I think we uh, we call each other every now and then, text mm-hmm. each other like on birthdays and stuff. But we don't talk like every day or anything. So we're not like uh, extremely close, but I mean we we're always there for each other. If, if yeah,
0: you grew up together. Happy. Like, are you close in age then? Like you're a little uh, younger. Yeah,
1: she's about two years older than me.
0: Oh, uh, so she's always kind of like looking out for you and stuff. Did she end up moving away from where you are now, or is she still close by?
1: Yeah, she moved to uh,
0: uh, Los Angeles for school, and then she okay. stayed.
1: So that's where she's living right. That's where she's living right now.
0: Living right now. Um, nice man. What do you What do you got going on right now? Like, are you doing school, or are you doing what are you What are you up to?
1: Yeah. Uh, so right now I'm finishing up my master's degree in engineering. Um, what? <laughs> yeah. What um, is with
0: this show, man? I just, like, these <laughs> casually, these people, like, like, oh, I play video games, and oh, I love this, and by the way, I can do calculus in my sleep. Like, what <laughs> is happening? I need to know more about how did you – like, because I didn't even know engineering was a thing until I was in university for my marketing degree, and I'm like, what are all these smart kids doing, and how are they time traveling <laughs> and managing to get 26 hours of stuff done in a 24-hour day? How – how do you get this path to to engineering, and also what what kind of engineering are you in school for? Oh,
1: uh, it's a, a right. It's a well. It's mechanical engineering, but mm-hmm. I mean the, the the engineering I'm doing, like my research, is, is into a uh, is in plasma and, and its effect on a bowel material like water and stuff.
0: Oh, um, I am blown away. Keep going, man. Keep talking. <laughs> what am I talking for you? Not the that smart interesting. One. Trust it me. It is super. I am I am blown away. This is this is a moment. Well, uh, this is awesome.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. Um, I mean. I, I kind of just kind of fell into it because uh, when I got out of high school, like, uh, my first my first two years in high school, I was like not a really good student. I didn't mm-hmm. I had like just I was like average 2.0 GPA and stuff like that. And then uh, midway through my sophomore year, I kind of just switched it up. And I was like, well, you know, I, w- I was kind of going downhill, like with my grades and stuff. And I was like, you know what? Let me try to turn this around. Let me mm-hmm. let me try to be better.
0: And then I started focusing but Were you and I grasping got, onto concepts and just like, didn't care. Like, were you, were you distracted by all your MBA? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, <laughs> NBA maybe. Yeah, I think
1: I was probably. Well, I think it was just, uh, it was just the fact that I was trying to fit in, trying to figure out, I was like trying to fit in, trying to find my group of people. Mm-hmm. And, and I was struggling with that. And I think I was focusing too much on that. And I wasn't mm-hmm. really focusing on like schoolwork and stuff. And then I remember clearly, uh, in Spanish class, uh, my, my, uh, I, I was really like, uh, I, well, I was a young I really like, I was really uh, impolite and I talked back to my teachers and everything. Yeah. So at one time I was talking to my friend in class and while the teacher was teaching and, uh, and she tells me like, you know, you know, stop talking. And I told her like, no, or something. I I did something. I did. I talked back to her really. I
0: can't I, imagine this at all. To be honest with you, you seem like the nicest person on the planet. <laughs> There's no way. Yeah. I I was
1: like a big, uh, a big jerk back then and then she kicked me out and then on the way to uh to like the what they called it like rc or i think that's what it was called it's basically where all the bad kids went it was like a detention for the rest of the time here they kicked the rest of the time there was class left so i was in there and then i was just like man this sucks (laughs) i gotta Mm -hmm. do better So i just real at that time i had a kind of epiphany like i gotta turn this around so i just started trying more because i never thought i was the smartest kid yep so that was kind of also that was kind of thing like no one ever told me like I was smart or or like like uh, I was struggled in school too. I was struggled reading and when I was in uh, in elementary school, and uh, I would I was kind of like a ramp-up, just kind of kid, so I was always getting in trouble too. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, were you born so, into
0: an English like at home? Were you speaking English and then it's or are you speaking Spanish and then you go to school and it's English or like or is it half and half? How did that work? It Was kind of like
1: uh, I kind of learned. Uh, I was kind of both. I was it was mixed. I mean like. Okay. Uh, since I was like really rambunctious and like wild and stuff when I was little, my mom would she bought me like this like this six-hour VH te- VH, uh, VHS tape of, uh, of like Bugs Bunny and all these cartoons, nice. and she would just sit me in front of the TV, and then that's and then so I kind of learned English like watching uh, television, and then Spanish I would kind of learn oh with my mom God. or like yeah. with my parents and stuff. Um, but then as I as I grew up, I, my Spanish started getting worse because I, I would just constantly speak English all the time, mm-hmm. and I I think my mom even told me when I was when I was like really little like. Uh, like she said, like, yeah, you didn't really speak Spanish. You would talk to me in English. <laughs> I was like, how'd you understand me? she was like, well, I'm your mom. Like, I have to understand you. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh
0: my God. Yeah. Let's figure then, it out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, and then, uh, and then, uh, so in high school, so I started getting better and I started trying mm-hmm. harder and, um, I started getting like over 3.0 GPA and then a little higher 3.5 and I was really excited. And then I got into community college and then I remember just walking into, uh, uh, into my community college. And uh, I just went into the counselor's office, and he's like, oh, do you, what do you want to try? And I'm like, I really like math. And he's like, all right. He's like, uh, how about you uh, take this math class, this calculus class, and how about you take this uh, engineering class? And I was like, okay.
0: And That's, that's awesome.
1: it? <laughs> and then I just got, like, after that, I just took the next engineering class, the next math class, and it just kind of. Uh, I just kind of like uh, I was like a snowball effect I guess
0: totally to- but did you understand at the time that like oh. how involved engineering truly is like it is just it is on another level I have so much respect for engineers <laughs> because of the discipline and the studying and it's just like I don't think anybody truly understands I was going to make a joke my friend a friend, good friend of mine just got married and he's an engineer and I was going to you know Kind of mentioned in the speech how how hard it must be uh for him to to constantly have to sort of explain that he's an engineer, but sort of have people, like, <laughs> nod and smile because absolutely nobody knows huh. what that really means. And then I realized that the entire room is full of, en- like, his family, they're all engineers, <laughs> everybody knows precisely, like, what he's talking about. So, like at the time when he's like yeah you, you like math so here's engineering like to me like that's such a that's such a gap that's such a huge huge leap did you have any understanding of what you were getting yourself into
1: uh not really because i like i mean like one of the things that i did to kind of make myself work really hard was just to tell myself it it's it's not it's easy like it's it's just i just had to put in the work like mm-hmm. it doesn't take brains you just have to put in the work and then i'll get it It takes brains.
0: I'll, I'll tell you because I don't have them (laughs) and there's just no, I, I had to take a calculus class for my, for my business degree. And I don't know. I think it just weeds people out. Like if you're not really serious Mm -hmm. about it, then you're going to fail calculus and you're not going to get your degree. And, um, so like I, I just don't even understand. I don't understand (laughs) how this, how this happens. So you finished your bachelor's degree. You said you're into your, into your masters now. Yeah. Is this this a little bit more, is is this the, the final year?
1: Yeah, yeah, this is my uh, final summer semester, I guess. So and then that's I, it? I sh- Yeah, I, sh- I should be done in the summer, hopefully. Um, I mean, like something could happen and I could stay an extra semester, but hopefully I, I finish in the summer, uh, so somewhere in August. After,
0: what is after that? What happens?
1: Oh, man, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm afraid of going into the job market, to be honest. <laughs> I'm afraid of like... Uh, i I kind of been working like... Uh, I've been in school for so long, I kind of just want to take a break and stuff. So mm-hmm. I've, I I've been planning to try to take like a... Like a two to three month vacation. I mean, I paid most of my loans off, and I, and um, <coughs> and I should have some money saved up, so I should be fine, you know, moving back in with my parents and just strategically uh, using my money right and strategically putting myself into debt by you know using mm-hmm. my credit card to go on and stuff. Um,
0: so how are you balancing? <coughs> this is the thing that always amazes me about engineers and engineering students—is like how they somehow manage like the the balance. It seems like either there's a course it's taken or something that just it's like an innate ability to have the discipline to study but then also like you manage to find time to play games and talk about and engage with us all on social media and stuff like how has how has being a student in one of the most demanding fields like how has gaming been for you for the last couple of years um so i actually
1: just got into gaming like maybe 3 years ago again but yep. when i bought the Wii U and uh and i and i bought i think i think i bought smash brothers and mario 3d world Mm -hmm. or yeah those are the games i bought and then i I, and then uh, also at the time my girlfriend um uh she had an xbox one so uh so i would i would play that every now and then but uh i think it was just like um uh just finding the time like just making the time like especially on weekends that's when i I, me and her would game together like playing uh uh uh, 3d world or i think once once when i got yoshi's woolly world we played that uh uh, but it was just kind of just finding time, make sure you do your work, get done or, or, or just kind of be smart about like, so, cause sometimes I have those lazy days where I know I have work to do, but I just don't do any of it, yeah, but I man, have, to, I understand, but I understand that I have to get the, I have to, you know, I should probably take the day off because there's a reason why I feel so lazy, you know, like I'm mm-hmm. too, probably cause I'm tired or something. So, I, uh, so when those days come on, I, I, I play games during then or, um, or late at night or something like that. So it's it's hard to balance because especially when the Switch came out and Breath of the Wild came out, I put in like 140 hours that I didn't really have. (laughs) Oh, that's hilarious.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I played that like
1: 15 hours straight at one point. It was crazy.
0: (laughs) How? Oh, my. There's just the Uh, energy here is amazing. So have you ever like (laughs) wanted to like... Have you ever wanted to get it? Because that to me screams stream. Like fifteen playing something for fifteen hours just stream, it screams <laughs> to me like you gotta create some content around that. Like I, I guess my question is sort of based in like what made you? I never asked this question actually. Like what made you reach out to me to to be on on this show? Like is there is there something there? Like is there something in you that you want to kind of create some content? Because you're honestly, I'm blown away by you right now. <laughs> I'm not that impressive. It just I. I... <laughs> It's, it's 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 just a facade in the desert. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. I think I I do want to I do want to uh, I do want to get uh, do like content. You know, like uh, I've I, I did I I was doing a podcast with my friend. while we tried to start one, but it didn't really work out. Um, mm-hmm. it uh, and then uh, and then I I reached out to uh, uh um to the Nintendo dads one time, and I made a, a like a unboxing video for them when the Kirby Amiibos came out. Um, and yeah, I just kind of want to get, I kind of want to start, I I do want to start podcasting and get my voice out there and stuff. Um, and I do want to stream. I did stream like, uh, the other day when I couldn't sleep, like Alan Wake on my Xbox
0: the other day. No way. Yeah. Why? Why pick up that game?
1: Oh, it's because, uh, it's because I have like, like, since I've gone back into gaming, I just, I've been buying like so many games and I, and when I bought my Xbox one, which is the, when it which
0: is when uh quantum break came out mm-hmm. so it,
1: came, it was came in a bundle and then alan wake was part of that
0: bundle was that the white one yeah 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 yeah. oh that's a sweet looking console
1: yeah yeah so i bought uh so so i i know it was late at night and i and i was just like oh let me play a horror game kind of and that wasn't really a good idea because <laughs> the game does the jump scares are kind of <laughs> bad um but i guess Twitch didn't really upload the stream. I don't know what happened. I I don't don't even. I can't really find it even on my own Twitch page.
0: Oh, that's (laughs) yeah. Well, I think I think you have to be like a partner or something for it to save it. I think that like for 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 normal people like you and me, I think it's just the live stream and then and then that's Uh, it. But I think you can also save it i don't depending on like the the software you're using i think like obs you can stream it and record it at the same time so if you want to like post to youtube as well you could probably but there's probably smarter people smarter people than i what are you what is your balance now between like xbox and and switch like are you are you pull it seems like your heart is in nintendo land so oh I'm yeah! Actually, like I'm a little surprised <laughs> to hear the Xbox One has landed in your house as well, but like yeah, like, yeah I actually
1: it... have a PS4 too. So
0: <laughs> oh nice, oh cool. So we're 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 exactly the same in that way. Like yeah, So so is it kind of like Nintendo, Xbox, PlayStation, or where do you like? How do you prioritize?
1: Uh, the Switch really because uh that one's so easy to get into. Just turn on and play. Or like my 3ds, so you close it and then open it up. And are you you're still ready? playing your 3ds? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I've been playing? trying to get back. I've been trying to get back into Gunvolt because that game, like I find like, I find like it's like Mega Man, but a lot easier (laughs) Mm. because I try to play those Mega Man games and they're super hard and I don't ever want to go back to them. Um, But that I've been playing that one and uh, I did buy uh, uh, the 3DS remake of Ocarina of Time and I want to play that because the only Zelda game I played was actually just Breath of the Wild. That's the first one. Well, I played Twilight Princess for a couple uh, like about five hours on my Wii U. Yeah. Um,
0: and then uh, when the What Switch did you came, think of it? You sort of dropped it.
1: Uh, I liked it, but the, the thing was I was like, okay, I really want to use the, the Wolf Link amiibo in in, in uh, Breath mm. of the Wild. So I, I was like, I gotta get these to the trial of uh, whatever it was, you know, the, uh, what's it called? The trials of you, you know you have to beat that and then that lets you use the, the Wolf Link Amiibo in mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild. So I was like, Okay, I gotta I gotta beat this game and then I was listening to uh the the uh, Game Explain uh, podcast have you heard of them of um, course Yep. yeah so so i was listening to the podcast and i remember ash saying like oh he took like over like 100 hours just to beat that game and i was like what it takes 100 hours to beat that game mm-hmm. i was like and then i was like i can't i don't have 100 hours to put in that game before breath of the wild comes out i was and it was only a yeah i only had like a couple of weeks so i was like you know f that <laughs> i gotta move on but so yeah so i i liked it though i i, I did like it but um but it was just gonna take way too long, so I went into Breath of the Wild and then that game got me completely hooked. I I, I play like three times for fifteen hours straight and I think one or two times for ten hours straight. It was crazy.
0: Oh <laughs> I, I, I shouldn't have done that.
1: It was it was a, it was not a good idea. So when you when say that...
0: like fifteen hours, are you like in handheld mode the whole time or are you like are you on TV? Like how are you playing your Switch?
1: So I played in handheld mode and then when the battery's about to die, I put it on the dock and then I, I go on to T V mode.
0: Man, and then god. it just That's awesome.
1: next the next 12 hours on the, and it's so it's so hard because i tell myself okay like one more hour okay oh it's one in the morning okay okay just till two in the morning all right it's two all right so just till three and then next thing you know it's like five in the morning i'm like god damn
0: <sighs> the, the more I try, like, to, to stay awake, the faster my eyes just close. I'm such a freaking old man. and Like, this happened to me just the other night. I was playing Horizon with, and Chelsea's, I uh, wanted, she's like, I just want to watch you play. Cause she, she beat it. She put about 65 hours into it and she spent the entire time, like, I'm not sure if I like this game or not. And I've never really <laughs> seen anybody really do that before. Like, that's a lot of time to be sort of unsure about something. Yeah. And that's why, like, I like that. I think you and I are, are pretty similar where it's like, if something just isn't going to work, like, you just, you just stop and and walk away. But I'm such an old man that I'm trying to play this game, and it's it's being heralded as like a, a, one of the best PlayStation 4 exclusives. I'm just I just keep falling asleep. I'm so I just I would love to be able to do the 15 hour stream. I I've done like I obviously <laughs> did the extra life, but like yeah, I had yeah, to man. prep for it, man. That I was had incredible. to like, oh I but I slept before like I strategically timed like an 11 o'clock start time because I could sleep in and get me through the night and all this other stuff. Well but, you um, did it the a
1: smart way. I just did it impulsively and then and then I slept for like the next way six, more impressive. seven hours.
0: <laughs> I made the mistake of recording if we were Nintendo after that stream, and that was that was not I remember that episode. I remember that episode. you looked you looked pretty tired. God, I don't even know what happened. Um so what do you what do you plan on Xbox these days? Like what are you looking forward to on, on that platform?
1: On Xbox? Uh well obviously I'm looking to for the uh forward to the X <clears throat> when it comes mm-hmm. out. Um, are you gonna upgrade? upgrade? Yeah. Yeah. I want to like, I mean like now, like, well, hopefully once I get a job, like a, a job and you know, the money starts flowing in, I consistently get like a, a good money coming in every, every week or however, however money works. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, you I can, want, you're, w-
0: en- you're going to be an engineer with a master's degree, man. You're going to have to be like <laughs> Scrooge McDuck with a pool in the other room, just like swimming around in, in money.
1: I mean, hopefully, uh, hopefully I do. I, I mean, I, I yeah, you do deserve it, be, man. That's awesome. I do want to be like, I, I do want to be like pretty wealthy when i when i get older not because I, I want like a bunch of stuff well i mean that's part of it but because i mean i i really love animals and i love and i and i'm i'm really like kind of, kind of family oriented so i want to yeah. have like the best insurance the best whatever i want to take care of my parents i want to take over whatever family i have in the future so that's why i really want to be wealthy but and also the stuff <laughs> but i do want to <laughs> select all the, all the consoles i want to I wanna, I wanna have like the PS4 Pro, the XBX, and all this stuff, you
0: know, but, um, uh, You are on the path to all the stuff, my friend. I, <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so glad that we got to meet because like, now I can see like this happen for you. I have no doubt that this is just gonna be, this is gonna be <laughs> awesome for you. So yeah, my, my question back to like, what's, um, what are you playing on? What's, what, if you were to fire up your Xbox right now, like what would be the last game?
1: Oh, the last game, I think was, Probably on Wake. Um, but at, before that, it was a uh, it was Retro Rewind. I played a bit of Banjo Kazooie. Oh, uh, Rare Replay.
0: Yeah, Oh Rare Replay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, Nintendo Dad shout out for the Retro Rewind. <laughs> yeah. <sorry. laughs> uh, Dude, have we been like stalking each other because like I was doing the exact same thing. I was I put on Banjo Kazooie because I just I just wanted a game to go collect stuff. I just wanted to run around and like yeah man, Rare Replay is such an underrated. I know it gets a little bit of praise, but like to me, it's it's such an all time great Xbox exclusive. It's so great. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's it's really great. I mean, like you can go back to all those games. That's one of the opportunities I have to go back to playing Banjo Kazooie because I never played that game. You know, I didn't. Yeah. I, to be honest, I didn't even like uh, any of the 3D uh, platformer kind of collectible types. Mm-hmm. Mostly because when, when I went from a Super Nintendo to a 64, um, I, I played Super Mario World all the time. So I was always used to this, like, cute little chubby Mario. And, <laughs> then, you know, I see this, like, weird 3D-shaped polygon Mario, and I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> Who is this guy? This isn't my Mario. So I never really liked I never really liked Mario 64. I, I know I should go back to it and play it. I think I will like it a lot. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I never got into it. I was just like, what is this guy, you know? And then, I wonder uh,
0: how many people are like you in that, like that, cause obviously a lot of people just love it. It's one of the best games of all time, or so they say. I wonder <laughs> how many people out there are like, nah, man, Mario 64 is not really all that great. For me. <laughs> Maybe, so, I, yeah, I, I probably, yeah, man.
1: that would be interesting to see. I think a lot of people, like, with games, they hold like, like, for example, I mean, ah, uh, this isn't a really good example, but I didn't really like Banjo-Kazooie that much. I think the mm-hmm. camera is really hard. I mean, it's, it's just an older game that's hard to go back to. Um, mm-hmm. it was fun at parts, but to some extent, I didn't really like it. Um, so I, I
0: find, I-, <laughs> I find that people sort of like, if you played it, like, if you were in it at the time, then like, you like the original one better. But if you're outside and going back, like, I actually don't mind Banjo Tooie or even Nuts and Bolts because like they started yeah. to get better as uh, like the controls for the cameras got a little bit better and yeah, they're yeah. just they're just newer they're more modern so obviously like some of the mechanics got refined as as time went on so if you didn't experience it at the time you could go back and actually enjoy it as a, as a as a pretty good game and as ukulele came out I'm like I think I might wait for the switch but in the meantime I think I'm going to do some banjo kazooie man it's that's Yeah awesome. yeah
1: I think that's. I think. I think uh, honestly, if I if I played the all the Banjo games, I'm pretty sure the newer ones I'd probably like more than the older ones. Yeah, and totally. I feel like, I feel like that's the uh, that one of the, that's. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but I think for me going back, I think I'm gonna like the the newer versions of like for the classic the classic platformers or classic mascot uh, uh mascot um characters. Totally. Just because they would be newer and easier to control, more more like the newer games today. Than, than uh, than the past game. So, but so I, I don't know if that's a good thing for me or a bad thing.
0: <laughs> but I, now, I think I think
1: it's I, good.
0: <laughs> I have to ask about the the Skylanders poster behind you because Chelsea is oh. a big fan. Should we have, <laughs> I think we probably like. I don't know if I'm exaggerating, but I feel like we have hundreds of Skylanders. Like my amiibo collection is is pretty good, but her Skylanders impre- uh, collection crosses, I think. Well, how many Skylanders games are there? Like she's got, she's got a complete set of the first one, including like the limited edition things. She's got probably like a 97% collection on, on Giants, which is my personal favorite. That was, that was one of the, like when they came out, those, those big, huge toys, those were awesome. So like, is it just something that you happen to have on your wall? I can't imagine that you're like, that somebody puts a poster of, of any game on the wall. It's like, yeah, that game's all right. Well, this is gonna blow your mind, man. Because I just—I never played any of the Skylander
1: games. I, it's because <laughs> I'm a amiibo. I, I like collecting amiibo, so I, I, and I, and I like. And since I got into the game really late, I'm going back and collecting all these other ones. So I wanted to collect the Skylander amiibos. So mm-hmm. I, I just recently bought like the the Supercharged Dark Edition Donkey mm-hmm. Kong one. So. And I, I bought the whole. I bought the whole box thing with the other with the other Skylanders. Um. And, I, know, and I, haven't booked, I haven't had time to go back and play the game, or I, I just haven't really gone back to it or to even try the game, actually. And, but, uh, but I like po- putting posters on my walls. I don't really like having my walls empty. So <laughs> I actually have three Skylander posters <laughs> and you don't on even, my wall. Oh,
0: that yeah. does blow my mind. That's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where do you see that going, man? Like, where do you see Toys of Life? We've sort of seen it kind of, like, dwindle a little bit. <sighs> Except for Ubisoft, who apparently is, like, <laughs> rushing in, which I think is hilarious. They're all like, in on it. <laughs> yeah, like, where where does that go from here?
1: Um, I don't know. Like, I think I think the Amiibo thing is... I think Nintendo's doubling down on it with all the new Amiibos they're coming out with. Can you believe They're not? really going down. Because for a time, there was... They didn't really release that many Amiibo. There. Like, after, I think... I'm not really sure when, but maybe after the Yoshi ones, they, there wasn't really like there were the Kirby ones came out and mm-hmm. a few other ones, like, uh, but not really that much. And now they're like, I mean, just this past E3 it was the 13 new ones, and then before that there was all the other ones from the direct, which I think was about like 11 or maybe 10 of them. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I think they're really doubling down. I think, I mean, for me personally, I don't use the Amiibos as like
0: amiibos you're like mine are still in the (laughs) boxes man yeah like i have a major i mean that's a problem there's definitely something (laughs) mentally incorrect with me but yeah man i don't i don't use them for that either and even with with breath of the wild as i started to hear people like when bobby brought it up to me he's like are you know are people cheating with amiibo in in breath of the Wild?" i'm like i don't even know what you do with those (laughs) Those things that's how far removed i am (laughs) um yeah it's funny how the journey that nintendo has taken with amiibo right where you know at first when they came out it's like oh it's like skylanders but for but for nintendo but where is the game like where's the dedicated game what's the main reason that we have this and as we've seen with skylanders like that maybe wasn't the most sustainable strategy that it was like so pigeonholed that these things only work there yeah i, yeah. I mean now that i think about it and just like blabbering on them, it would be super interesting to see skylanders blow this out of the water and kind of like expand their games like that it's not just one game that these things work with like maybe if there's if spyro were to to make a comeback like i think a lot of people were predicting that for e3 Mm -hmm. it would be really interesting to see um the skylanders work in different (coughs) games and maybe even lego dimensions as well i'm i'm even more shocked actually that lego dimensions hasn't bled into like all the other Lego games. that Yeah,
1: that, that's actually really surprising. I, I think that's probably because, I mean, I don't think they want to tell anybody, oh yeah, you have to hook up this platform and then, you know, <laughs> scan mm. the, the, the Lego or whatever works. I'm not really sure how it works, but I think that's probably one of the, the problems where the Amiibo, you just have to tap it onto the controller, which mm-hmm. is kind of like the, the way, I think that's probably why it works better where the uh, Skylanders and the Lego Dimensions, they need this like platform thing. I think they're changing that, right? I think the newer Skylanders, you don't for the Switch, you don't need the... You don't need that base. You just tap it on the, the switch,
0: which is hilarious because I heard Dave Moore from Day Space and forget being cool. He was talking about just going over to a target and just <laughs> tapping all the, all the <laughs> Skylanders and just cause you don't need to have them. And because yeah. the Skylanders boxes don't have like the, like Amiibo have that like that, that, the
1: uh, foil thing or that silver. Yeah. yeah
0: yeah they they you can't you have to take them out of the box to use it but skylanders you don't and like i like chelsea has a lot of them still she has them both in and out of the box but many of like the the legendary ones she keeps in but she's played with them and that's <laughs> so it's hilarious i think i want this though like the more that i'm talking about this alejandro like and by the way do you go by alejandro or alex uh,
1: I go by I go by both, but it's Alex really. I, I mean, my, my I have a kind of weird <laughs> name. My so full every name time is
0: Bobby. And I have said Alejandro. You're like, it's Alex. Like, <laughs> no, what are you guys it, doing? You can't even well, say it right.
1: It's because it's because my full name is Jose Alejandro India. like oh Jose goodness. Alejandro is like the first part, or what? Uh-huh. Like Jose is like it's kind of weird in, in Spanish cultures. Like Jose, like like I mean, I have actually had technically I have like four aunts named Maria because their names are Maria <laughs> de la ma, Maria de la whatever, like Maria mm-hmm. de la Luz, Maria de something. And actually, Maria isn't really their name. It's just like the introduction to their actual name. So Jose mm-hmm. is really like, it's, it's supposed to be one name, but it really Alejandro is like my my name. But, you know, uh, here in America, they don't like that. <laughs> they like no,
0: man. one we name get,
1: we get and one middle name. Yes, yeah.
0: Well, I have two middle <laughs> names, actually. So I break the mold too. Like oh, anytime really? I feel, cool. yeah. And, and actually so does Lincoln. We sort of pass that along. And I, I, joke about my parents because like they obviously started with my oldest brother. Um, and then I don't think they realized that they're going to have four kids. So they ended up having <laughs> to come up with like a ton of names. Like that was, that was not really well planned. Can I ask you, Did you mentioned that your Spanish was, was coming and going. Like how, how is your Spanish right now? It's,
1: uh, it's better. I've been, I've been, I, uh, I've been able to talk more with my, uh, with uh, with my parents like I go back home more often now like mm-hmm. I, I remember in, in uh, high school it was really good because I had Spanish class like three times a week or something like that for three years straight yeah. so I was really always practicing it and I, and I would always go home and talk with my parents and then when I got here to school it kind of got worse because I didn't really have anyone to talk Spanish with mm-hmm. and then now uh I I, I made kind of new friends and they speak kind of like the Spanish and English you know like they they speak some Spanish and then they throw out English or vice versa So I've been able to get better with Spanish like that, and uh, I've also been using an app on my phone so I can get better because once I go, I want to go visit my family in Mexico, and I don't want to be, I don't have, I don't want to have that language barrier, Mm -hmm. so I've been really, oh, I've been uh, trying to really, like, improve it. Um,
0: Okay, so I'm, gonna give you, I'm gonna give you a chance right now. I didn't want to ask this without at least getting a sense of, I didn't want, I don't want to put you on the spot too much. You can tell me to like, just go, <laughs> go away when I ask this. But I don't get this opportunity very often because I talk to Bobby and he barely speaks. No, I'm just kidding, Bobby. I love you. I was gonna I'd be very <laughs> insulting that. Take it back. I'm not gonna edit this. I don't get a chance to talk to, um, bilingual or multilingual people very often. I'm gonna ask you a question and I would like you to answer it. In Spanish, because I think Spanish is <laughs> awesome. Okay. I well, want, I well. want you to describe what does game of the year mean to you? Like how, if you were to pick a game of the year, like what does that, what does that mean? Oh. Um, is it like, is it the experience? Is it the story? Is it like the impact that it had on you emotionally? Is it gameplay? They say gameplay already. Is it the story? Is <laughs> it the emotional impact it had on you personally? Go. Uh, Let's hear it uh, in Spanish and then, what's and that- then.
1: Uh, pues para mí, uh, yo pienso que, que es poquito de todo, like como no no es nomás una cosa, es como la, la, la cada una cosa. Uh, pero para mí a mejor es, es las uh, las memorias que tengo con el pueblo, porque como como Super Mario Three Three World, cuando jugué con, con mi novia al al, al momento, or at, at the time, sorry, I forgot how to say time in Spanish, but uh, ese momento cuando jue cuando, cuando estaba jugando con ella uh, era ta... era bien um, divertido tenía mucho uh, how do I say español this is amazing this is amazing <laughs> um, pero está estaba estaba uh, ta... 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 era muy divertido como como yo no sé cómo explicarte pero that... it was really fun <laughs>
0: Okay, so I, I so if I uh, maybe I've watched like enough, um, like um, below, maybe a couple of like too many moves. But you're, I think what you're saying, like to me, it's uh, not, it's like a couple of little things that sort of come together. It's, it's
1: really, everything. It's like a little bit of everything. You know, it's like the emotional part, the the story, the gameplay, all that stuff. Oh uh, man, I love uh, it. Oh, oh yeah, so, totally. Uh, yeah, I mean, like f- for example, uh, yeah, because I think, I mean, the like. I mean, Super Mario Three World doesn't really have a story, right? It's just mm-hmm. just go save the the fairies, I think, or whatever, <laughs> whatever yep. it is. But I had a lot of fun because because uh, when me and my girlfriend would play, we just had like so much fun. And uh, and with Yoshi Willy World, that was the same kind of thing. I remember, I remember. So for me, Mario World was really the thing. Uh, Mario's really my thing. And for mm-hmm. her, at the uh, for her, uh, Yoshi, she was really good at Yoshi. Like the whole shooting mechanic was really good. I kind of sucked at that. Probably why I'm not really good at first-person shooters. I can't even get the Yoshi shooting mechanic down. Mm-hmm. But I remember we played a few times. Uh, we played a lot of times actually.
0: But I remember, you know, uh, you played three three D World, right? Of course. I I haven't beaten the very last level. Like there's a <laughs> there's another world. Like you go up into the sky or something, right? And there's yeah, all these, yeah. the last the very last level is so hard. I swear to God, I've spent like 200 lives on that stupid thing. <laughs> I actually haven't even I haven't beaten it yet.
1: But uh so good.
0: But we were playing through
1: it, and I remember you remember that. Uh, one of those uh one of those levels where you kind of go behind a wall and then you're platforming as your shadow mm-hmm. we were we were doing that and i had died and um she was the only one left and then i was like <laughs> i remember yelling at her like do something what are you doing and then she died <laughs> and, all, and, and then the same thing happened we were playing yoshi she she was like uh we were playing the, one of the bosses and uh and ha- and she had died and then <laughs> I, I wasn't really good at it and then she's all like she, she, she said like, "What are you doing? Go, do something!" <laughs> and then I die.
0: So that, that's those, a real test on a relationship. Chelsea and I yeah. played Donkey Kong Country together, and she, she saw the worst of me. That's for sure. <laughs> I was getting a little, a <laughs> little frustrated.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, uh, uh, well. We're, we're not together anymore but i mean at the time it was really fun and uh well we're still really good friends though but uh yeah, yeah that's kind of one of the things i really admire about about you and uh, chelsea or like the nintendo dads the relationship with the wires and the gaming aspect i really admire that about you and chelsea how you guys are able to play games together i think that's i think that's really cool if you're able to play games with their significant other like i think that's super awesome by the way have very day. lucky
0: thank you thank you yes this, we're recording this on father's day it's it's I don't know what today has in store for me. I think ultimately like we'll be, we'll hang, hang out with with my dad actually, but it's, it's a tough day all in the same time too, because, um, Chelsea's dad passed away in 2009. So it's, and, and, uh, passed away actually in June. So this is always kind of like a tough month. And so these, these things are always, uh, we just sort of kind of move on. Like we kind of just don't Mm -hmm. really pay too much attention i don't expect to really do anything too crazy and and we didn't really like even valentine's day mother's day and, and all these like other <coughs> than like birthdays and and christmas like we don't even on our our anniversaries like we don't really we don't really do anything about that um awkwardly transitioning back i'm gonna this is my final question for you because it, it sort of comes out of the way that you described your like the game of the year like what you find to be important what you connect with with games do you find it frustrating or like do you find a disconnect with basically everybody who is making podcasts and and like the igns of the world the kind of funny like a lot of the big time a lot like the loudest voices in the world put so much emphasis on like the story the Mm -hmm. like the uncharted the like the telltale games get a lot of like i think that was game of the year when the walking dead came out like do you find that where your heart lies with with video games is not necessarily reflected in some of the biggest um like media coverage and the influencers like because i love that you're that your gameplay first but i don't i don't see that from a lot of other content creators
1: i think uh yeah 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 I, i mean yeah there's that disconnect because like i mean i grew up playing nintendo games which aren't you know they're they're notoriously not like that story folks. I mean, probably Zelda games are really the only ones and maybe, maybe Metro games, but even though those are kind of really shallow in mm-hmm. a sense, they don't go as deep as like, as like the, you, like how you mentioned the walking dead or, 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 or like the Metal Gear solid games or something yes. like that. But yeah, um,
0: yeah, exactly. Good
1: one. So I think there is a disconnect and I think it's because, you know, I mean, their focus is really on the bigger games, right? They don't, mm-hmm. I mean, they do focus on some indie games like inside and, um, uh, some other ones. Um, uh but even those don't really have story uh, the inside didn't really have a story i think it was kind of like make what you want of it mm-hmm. uh but yeah i think there is that disconnect because because they focus so much on the bigger games and the bigger games are really focused on story and creating kind of like this immersive kind of world whereas uh <clears throat> whereas the smaller kind of indie podcasts i think i think they really talk about gameplay a lot more i agree um, than than any than anything else that uh my, I think mainly because I don't think, like, uh, I think especially, like, Nintendo dads and uh, and you and the kid the ones, I mean, you're you're just a newly father, but, like, the ones with kids, um, they don't really have, I don't think they have a lot of time to really delve into the story, right? They don't have time to think about it or do any of that stuff, mm-hmm. whereas the IGNs of the world, I mean, that's their job. That's what they have to do. They that's have to build time, time into it and do all this stuff. Um, so, I think, yeah, I think there's that disconnect because I don't, yeah my focus i don't really i mean i care i yeah i don't really care what the stories
0: that but it doesn't true. blow your socks off right like yeah, you, you yeah. look at a game like okay great like i was actually had this similar experience with with horizon like and uh i had dave morse for sort of watching along with me and like we're both kind of like i don't know if i really am enjoying this 20 minute intro like i kind <clears> of <throat> just want to i kind of just want to play like cinematics are cool and everything but yeah, i kind of just yeah. want to play i feel like 2017 in a way and just what we're seeing with the switch with with zelda and what we're what we're hoping I think to get from Mario is this return to form like that gameplay is truly king everybody kind of says that but like I don't know if there's a better example of that than than Zelda like the story is there to really like if you want to find it but I mean once I realize that the point of the game is just to go get lost in it and I'm normally very not okay with that I normally wanted a, a beginning middle and end but this is a game that I've got on my Switch that I can I will play forever this is my skyrim i think a lot of people had yeah you know, yeah like exactly. skyrim like. so i hope that i hope <laughs> 2017 is this return to form man and and i i've really just enjoyed chatting with you i'm so glad that we kind of <laughs> yeah I, I i'm glad that i got to know you a little bit better i know where you are in the world i know that you're gonna be making millions of dollars very very soon <laughs> hopefully hopefully. hopefully. I, I mean that's the plan i actually have a question for you um that's my always my last thing yes <laughs> hey, what do you have any questions for me yes awesome. yeah uh
1: so ha so um I mean, I've heard a lot this uh, uh, a lot of this from other YouTubers and our YouTube YouTubers that this Xbox may be the the, newer, the the X might be their last console, and they might yep. switch into kind of more of a Steam platform, where, where uh where you know like a competitor for Steam, a mm-hmm. competitor for Steam. So do you do you think that I know you're a big Microsoft guy, and I'm yep. not so much into that. So, or I'm not so much into the into the world, but do you think it be their, is this going to be their last console?
0: I think that this is them dipping their toes into that area. And the reason that I say that is because I feel like when they finally do make the move to, like, a platform rather than, you know, the the generational leaps that we've made in the past, I feel like they'll leave the one behind. I think that they'll actually get rid of that that name. And I was a little surprised, although I understand that they want to have that continuity with, like, the original Xbox One. They want to make sure that people understand that, like, all their accessories still work. I... I think that that was that is actually the future of it, and and part of the reason, like with that, is the Game Pass. The fact that they can yeah, yeah. that you can download games. Like I feel like we're really moving into a very very different place, and the previous generation, or I guess the current generation, PS4 and Xbox One, was sort of a just a little bit of a a placeholder. In, like it, it's just kind of a, like a little more power to what we had with the 360 and PS3 with a little bit of streaming and some sharing, like some of the social media sprinkled in there. But really the next, the next, uh, movement that we're seeing is, is Nintendo with their kind of hybrid platform. I think they're going to have a lot of success for that. Um, and I actually see Nintendo and Xbox doing a sem- similar thing where they will iterate and it all depends on. What happens with Sony? Like they, right now they they've got so much momentum. They've I think they just announced sixty million units sold. I feel like they can really dictate what happens next. Mm -hmm. But for the first time in a long time, basically since well, not really that long, I guess since the Xbox was announced and they were going to do something different with TV. Um, now we have the three companies doing something very very different, and I think. It's just going to be super interesting. It depends on what's most palatable for gamers. And it really depends on if Xbox can get some of those exclusives and, and if they can get some of the third parties to work with them instead of being locked down by the, by the marketing deals that they've got with Sony. Like if, if Destiny looks best on Xbox One X, that's a game changer. Like that is, you can't understate that. And I know that like exclusives are the hotness right now, but like, honestly, if call of duty and destiny and overwatch look and play better on one console, that is, that is a massive, massive advantage. Now, the other thing that sort of like mixes things up is, I don't know if you've seen this, but Atari just announced that they are indeed working on a console. No way. (laughs) They are. Yep. You can sign up to get like notifications and stuff. They are, they're trying to come back. I don't know. Like, it's easy to laugh it off and actually sort of like, I'm reminded of the Ouya, like how they were going like <laughs> to totally change the game, right? Yeah. So I think that there's a lot there. I, I like Xbox's vision. I think that like blurring the lines between the generations is actually better for gamers. It'll actually help preserve, um, the history of games because it all sort of, it just works. So I think that that's actually just catching up to where pc gaming is and not from a power perspective but on a legacy perspective so i don't know man i this is, they, they're gonna test it if it works i definitely see it but if if playstation says that's not the way the gamers want to play and gamers respond to that then we could be doing xbox you know we could be continue to see generations continue on do you think anyway, that uh super rambling
1: <laughs> do you think uh microsoft whatever you know just leave the gaming industry altogether?
0: no no i don't think so
1: because I've heard that the Xbox division really doesn't make that much money for them or, you know, I, I think I, I, I'm not sure, but I, that's what I've been hearing. Like the 360 because of the red rings kind of wasn't really like a success in terms of like money. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm not sure, so I'm wondering. Like, do you think that would ever? Or you think they'll ever just leave it all together because Microsoft is such a bigger, bigger entity than just Xbox? Well, I think
0: because of that, they <coughs> they can afford to have like a bit of a down year, or a down down generation where okay. like like Sony is a larger corporation, obviously, but like. PlayStation is kind of saving the day right now. Like if it were the reverse for Xbox, I would agree with you that like if this were, if, if Xbox had historically saved Microsoft, like it's amazing (laughs) to even think about that. Like that doesn't really make any sense. Um, then it would, then it would be different, but they can, they can afford to do this. And the other thing that I think Microsoft does better than, than the rest is they, they get their money in ways that may, might not make the headlines. Like, they might not have an exclusive that's number one on the NPDs, but they've got services out the yin-yang. I think that if I were to venture a guess, I have no way to really back this up, and and, and surely somebody can scour the financials of, of Microsoft to figure this out. But I, it seems to me that their services are more profitable than services on other platforms. Like, when they charge $60 a year for Xbox Live, I feel like they're netting better than... <clears throat> than uh than sony is probably because like it's it's a part of, it's not like a dedicated resource that they have to invest mm-hmm. a ton of, of money into it's like sort of oh you guys did that over on windows like let like let me borrow some code and i'll just put it on here like it's just a little bit more diversified over there so i think that they're they are profitable in ways that aren't like console sold or games okay sold. it's it's the game passes it's the they're probably getting a sliver off of the ea access i think that they do subscriptions better, and truly, Everybody is realizing that subscription models are the future. Like it's, re- it's that recurring revenue stream that, that yeah. people need that's reliable for them instead of like, I hope this game launches well or I hope this, like this console costs us hundreds of millions of dollars to R and D, hopefully does well. Like that's, it's a crapshoot. And that's another reason why I think Xbox will lead the way with this more sustainable stream, like this more, uh, this platform that, that iterates upon itself because that's way more predictable and, and companies like predictability. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I,
1: I'm always. I was. Well, I'm really interested in Xbox. That's that's kind of like my second, and then PS4 is like the last one, really. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm I'm really interested in knowing about Xbox and getting more into it because I I feel like they do have some like uh I mean there's some in, like for me there's there's something that gravitates me more towards Microsoft and Xbox and there is the P- PlayStation even.
0: Mm-hmm. It's Phil Spencer. That's okay. We <laughs> we can all we can all admit it. What yeah. A- God, he's like, he's like gamer's dads. Like, like, he's like, he just, we, we just all want him to be our father figure. <laughs> Thank you so much for this, man. Why don't you tell everybody on the internet where they can find you, reach out to you, ask you to be on their podcast, all that <laughs> good stuff.
1: Uh, uh, You could find me at, uh, uh, at Alejandro good day. So, and with one D, you know, cause the good day and the, yeah, Alejandro, but, uh, yeah, with one, with one, uh, with one D and, um, yeah, actually, I wanted to ask you if can I nominate some people to be on the GamerCast in the future. Yeah, man. Yes, of course. I want to nominate uh, three of the my favorite YouTube contenters, and it would be cool if they could be on here because I just like hearing. I want to be a little selfish and hear more of me, more about <laughs> them, <that. laughs> and and I want to hear them talk to you because you're such a good guy and you're good at really talking to people and you know getting getting into their minds. So I don't um, like this. I don't like that. <laughs> so one is Sir Toasty at the Sir Toasty. Uh, uh, the other is Arlo at Arlo Stuff he's a big blue monster he's a su- super cool guy uh, the other one is su- Some Call Me Johnny at Some Call Me John uh, yeah so uh, they're really great they're really great and uh, hopefully they can be on and hopefully they can talk to you because you're an awesome person and you do really good stuff
0: dude thank you so much that is that i wrote all the names down with my special nintendo switch oh thank pen. You. this is one of this is one of my favorite pens thank you again man this is this is awesome this is a long time coming and i really appreciate all the support and you just you killed it man this was an awesome chat <laughs> thanks I'm, i wasn't as nervous as i thought i was gonna be <laughs> This man I was about to say something that is going to be real blowhearted. but it was meant to be a compliment. I was going to say is this show not the greatest? What I mean is goodness, I'm just going to keep that in. Uh well, I how great is Alejandro? That's so awesome like to have somebody follow and listen and comment and just be like you know them as on, on Twitter and and obviously I'm very open here so you all know me like probably better than my own parents do probably better than a lot of people know me and then to have that dialogue completely open up that's why i love doing this show thank you so much to alejandro i've discovered so many amazing cool things about you and i want to i want to give myself a little credit this was recorded a few weeks ago i hadn't heard of of gunvolt and the new mighty gunvolt as soon as i was listening back i'm like dude not only have i heard of it, like now i've heard about it and i want this game so badly i feel like the 3ds is having a Midsummer Renaissance here. It is so great. And in case you guys were digging that music too, it's from OCRemix.org. It was Mega Man 2 Cold Metal Remix. Mega Man 2's got some of the best music. I was playing some games with neighbor Matt last night. We're playing Final Fight. And just classic Capcom music from back in the day, man. It was just so, so good. I want to go find some more of that stuff over on OC Remix. Thanks to them for all the music, and thanks to you for being here. Thanks for listening, subscribing, and rating us while you poop, retweeting, and all of the good stuff. And thank you for supporting us on patreon.com slash makeusbetter. Executive produced by Nick Militia, Joel Brooks, and Dr. Doom with nine O's, not zeros, nine O's, James Johnson, man. Thank you so much. You guys can follow me on Twitter. It's at Sean Capri, of course. Sean like Connery, Capri like the pants. The website is WeTheNerdy. And the the, the show, we the GamerCast, we got some big things happening. Again, I don't want to jinx it, but big things happening. Also, episode 100 is coming up. So if you guys have, I don't know, big names out there, if you have somebody in mind that you would like, I know um, Alejandro gave me some some names here as well at the end of the show. Let me know. And, And we can tweet at them. We can do whatever we can to maybe convince them that this show is worth their while. That would be amazing. Episode 100, I think. I think that would be great. Maybe even Victor Lucas? Maybe? I'm a big big fan of Victor Lucas. We could, that would be cool. I'm also a uh, newly a big fan of Splatoon 2. Guys, next weekend, it's happening. Splatoon Splatfest, Team Cake. If you're on Team Ice Cream, that's okay. We'll still play, but you're wrong. Team Cake is the way to go, even if it's an ice cream cake. If that's what we got to do to create peace, that's okay. But Black Forest, Cheesecake, Carrot Cake brownies that are made into cake somehow it's all good cake is the answer so join team cake goodness gracious that is the end of the episode guys join me next week david ray is going to be on the show after that i don't want to jinx it because i haven't recorded yet but one of my all time favorite people in the gaming industry we have we have an appointment to record and I, I've recorded really big episodes before And I've lost them to technology So knock on wood Hopefully everything goes well um, But please join us next week the, I guarantee you the conversation with David is so awesome I can't wait for you guys to hear it Otherwise, this is episode 94 of We The Gamer Cast It's now in your ears Thank you again for listening I'll be back next week I hope you're there too Now it's time for Jason Jason, Jason, Jason X Jason 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 Sean 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 Jason 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 Jason